This show is brought to you in part by GoDaddy.com. Get $96 in free extras with your domain name from GoDaddy.com. Each domain name includes free hosting with a website builder, a free blog, complete email, and much more. Plus, as a listener of the World of Warcast podcast, enter code WARCAST, that's W-A-R-C-A-S-T, and save an additional $5 off any order of $30 or more. Some restrictions apply. See site for details. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com. This show is also brought to you by Typefrag. With an awesome full-featured website, regional servers to help serve you better, easy-to-use controls, server management, 24-7 support, Mac and Windows support, and a 30-day money-back guarantee, Typefrag is the best choice for your guild for voice chat. Use coupon code WARCAST and get 25% off your first month. That's typefrag.com. Podcasting to all of Azeroth, this is World of Warcast. I am Starman. And I am Lindjian. And welcome to episode 105. And 5. And five. I had to get that extra five. And five. And five. five. Hello to Ustream. Yes, we are live on Ustream, and we may be doing this on and off for forever, every day. No, we're not going to do it every day. But every we're, day? We're, we're, we're experimenting. So for, for those people that watch me and Chrissy on Geekistry, we do our show live all the time, three days a week. And I said to Lindy just before we started, I said, well, how do you feel about doing the show live? And he says, okay, how about right now? Said, okay. So here we are doing the show live for the first time. Ever. Um, yeah, we did. Alachi and I did episode 101 live, and uh, but that was just audio only. So this is the first time that... Uh, oh, oh, and th- this is for Chrissy, by the way. Mm-hmm. What was that? She'll understand what that means. <laughs> Punch me in the arm. Punch you in the arm? Punch me in the arm. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, I I just uh, I want to explain a little bit about about some some changes that are here. Lindian, for those of you that that are longtime listeners, recognize him as the very first host of the show. And then and then uh, Ren took over uh, episode eleven or something because something like you had your fingers eaten. Karg, yes. Karg ate your fingers. Eloy, I want my fingers back. I emailed you about it. You told me to talk to Karg. I don't have Karg's email. Damn it, I want my fingers back. That's an old reference. That's, that's a, a callback. That's, that's right a there. very old reference. And and so um uh to reference what happened. Uh, so Alachia has stepped down as co-host of the show and I explained the whole thing on the uh, worldwarcast.com website. And uh, the direction of the show was was not going. Um, it was just it, was, it, it wasn't going well, and we were getting um, a lot of complaints and one star reviews, and 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 so Alacha was very kind and stepped down as as co-host because she recognized that things uh, just weren't going as expected, and so Lindian was kind enough to fill in. So here he is, punching me in the arm. Waving. <laughs> All right. Those of you that might have been following our URL problem, we had a, a, a 301 redirect that somehow iTunes picked up. And 
it wound up replacing the URL of the podcast feed, the XML file in iTunes. I didn't tell it to do that. I don't know why it did that exactly, but it did. And so our podcast feed wound up getting completely hosed because it was orphaned. I couldn't fix it on iTunes because iTunes was looking at the wrong one. It was pointing to Blogspot and Blogspot, and it wound up having a double slash in it. I could have fixed it externally if it didn't, but for for some reason, uh, Google decided that they weren't going to allow people to upload their own uh, .ht access files. So I couldn't fix it on Google. I couldn't fix it through iTunes, but through a stroke of luck, even though I emailed Steve Jobs about it because I, I, I was desperate to get our podcast feed fixed. Um, Ask Buxley from from at Ask Buxley on Twitter. He um, he has somebody that he knows at Apple in the iTunes division, and he fixed it for me. So I want to personally thank Buxley out there for for stepping up and, and doing something that uh, that nobody else in three weeks is able to do. And it was better tech support than than Apple's own. So thank you. Thank you very much. So what do we talk about on this show? We are talking about, well, first off, <laughs> we're going to talk about who you are. Me? Yes, who are you? So for, for people that don't know who you are, we get a lot of people saying bring Lindy back. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's 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 kind of heartwarming. I feel it right here, right here. Yes. That's my heart right there. I'm tapping. Um, <laughs> who am I? I'm, I'm this uh, dork who plays uh, World of Warcraft. Uh, I play this uh, mage called Lindian. This is why you call me Lindian. You know, you address me, so I know it's my turn <laughs> to talk. You played Lindian in EQ1 also, didn't I you? Did. I did. In EQ2. In EQ2, yep, yep. He was, a, he was a wizard back in the day, so that's kind of translated to being a mage in WoW, mm-hmm. since you know WoW didn't have as many you know character, or I should say class choices right. as uh, EQ. And... Just, I love playing WoW. Um, I think my uh, Twitter thing. Oh yeah, for for those of you uh, who were following me on Twitter, I kind of went through a, um, I guess you could call it Twitter withdrawal. I don't know if you if you listen to uh, Leo Laporte's podcast, you know all the Twit stuff. He actually went through a whole thing where he like he he got off of Facebook because he didn't like all the privacy stuff in Facebook. So mm-hmm. I temporarily turned off my Facebook and then turned it back on. And I did the same thing with Twitter, but I realized with Twitter, and eh, you can't go back once you turn it off. Which, well, you you filled out a form, right? Yeah, but it's the I I saw in several places that they're saying that basically once you once because it's not deactivating. Well, I guess you can call it deleting an account. Twitter, I mean, in a Facebook, you can um, suspend your account. Mm-hmm. And if you log back in, it's turned right back on again. Right. Uh, if you want to delete it in Facebook, it's a lot harder. You actually have to, um, you have to like tell them to do it, and it takes a little while. But in Twitter, if you say deactivated, they warn you up and down. Hey, if you're <laughs> you should really, really, really sure you want to do this, because then that username and that email address that's linked to will forever be frozen. So my old yeah, Twitter forever. account. Pretty much, yeah. So my old Twitter account is pretty much not not accessible anymore. So I just created a new one. I am uh, the Mages Tower. The Uh, Mages Tower at Twitter. The Mages Tower on Twitter. Okay. So um, same thing with the email. If I think I mentioned it in episode one hundred, if if you guys want to email me, I'm at the Mages Tower gmail dot com. Okay. So I figured that's probably the easy. Plus, it was available, so Mm -hmm. made life a lot easier. All right, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, WoW. We play WoW. That's right. We play WoW. This show is about WoW. It is. World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, we're not playing StarCraft 2. Uh, that's right, which is right over there. <laughs> um, 
So I'm, uh, I'm, I play a mage amongst other characters. Um, I'm a raider. Mm-hmm. Um, I raid three days a week, 25-man style, 40-man style back in the day. been raiding pretty much since the very beginning, since Molten Core. So that's pretty much uh, my focus when I'm not uh, diverting myself with my shaman or my warrior. Okay. So I, have, so I, uh, I still play a mage. My mage is still my main, my baby. Um, although I, I still have my druid. Mm-hmm. Who I finally got to eighty, the one that you and I started with. Yes, yes. And and so I don't raid, although um, we've been talking about raiding. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, because I just I kind of miss it, not in a hardcore way, not at all in a hardcore way, but but I miss the the fun of raiding. It can be fun. I I don't miss the days where I had to sit there on a Sunday and do a circuit around. Ajara, oh god, nine times Back in the day. farming, <laughs> farming Dreamfoil and Mountain Silver yeah, Sage. We, we we'll be talking about that. We'll be talking too. about that. But we're here to talk about WoW. Yes, and and so here's a topic that I've been wanting to talk about for a couple of, of weeks, and I just never got around to it. I've been working on insane in the membrane. Insane in the membrane. So if if anybody doesn't know what that is, that is probably the hardest achievement in the game to get by far. Yeah. <laughs> As, as what you have to do is you have to get ex- – no, you don't have to get exalted with all of them. You have to get exalted with most of the secondary factions like Ravenholt and, and such. I think you can do honored with the Blood Cell Buccaneers. But the hard part is dealing with the Blood Cell Buccaneers faction, getting that to honored, and then also not at the same – not necessarily at the same time, but getting your Booty Bay faction to exalted. So, so basically, this title is very aptly named because it is it is crazy. It is insane. You it's have to be insane. nuts in order to do this. Yeah, I mean, you're you're basically grinding like old school EQ one grinding. <laughs> like, like, just give them a little snippet of what you have to do about the whole thing. We start off in Booty Bay, do the blood sale, and then have to go to Dire Mall. Oh, so, well, I'm doing it a little. <laughs> excuse me, <clears throat> I'm doing it a little differently. I am trying to keep my Booty Bay faction and my Blood Cell Buccaneers faction above neutral, or neutral and above. So in order to do that, I have to get my Booty Bay faction up into the green, then kill a bunch of Blood Cell Buccaneers to get... Um, no, I'm, no, wait, no, I got that backwards. Um, I have to kill a bunch of Booty Bay uh, bruisers, but I have to make sure that the Booty Bay... My, I don't get to hated or unf- unfriendly or hated. Right, then you get attacked once you go because, into one yeah, of the Yeah, then you towns. get attacked. Now, of course, you might think, well, you want to get attacked because you want to kill the Booty Bay Bruises, but the problem is that you don't want to run around getting shot at when you're trying to get to a flight point because you need to go to Booty Bay for some reason. This, or, then the same thing happens or in Tanaris, yeah. in, in Tanaris or, or Winter Spring. So you, I don't want to – if you can get to unfriendly, you just won't be able to interact with them. Right. And the good thing about uh, neutral and unfriendly is that the amount of, of faction you have to change is only 3,000. Once you get past that, then you have to get into like 6,000, 12,000. So basically, and, this is something for someone to do to who, I don't know, because you don't have enough time to raid, but you still want to like waste an hour or two <laughs> or 10 a week or something like that. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. It's crazy, and I've sort of stalled for a while. 
because the whole booty bay and oh you know what uh, what else it was it was I was working on the Ravenholm faction where you have to you have to le- either level a rogue or ask people to oh the pick the, the lock to do boxes pick, uh, junk boxes oh yeah, junk boxes, junk yeah, boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to <sighs> I think the number of junk boxes that you had to pickpocket was somewhere around two or three hundred yeah so so there are these there's these mobs those are the Ravenholm guys. Yeah. So you need a rogue to actually pickpocket them to get these junk boxes so you can turn them in for rep. Yes. Um, and it's just crazy. How much do they go for in an auction house? You buy any in the auction house? They're, they never show up on the auction uh, house. On That's your server? Oh, okay. because, yeah. And I've read that some people have asked for as much as five gold per junk box. And considering you have to get 200 of them or, or so. <laughs> it's a lot of money. It gets crazy. And and one of the the other bad ones is the Dark Moon Fair. In order to get your rep up with the Dark Moon Fair, you have to turn in Dark Moon Fair decks. Decks, yeah. That was now, the luckily thing. the inscription, uh, the uh, the um, inscription uh, profession now allows you to make Dark Moon Fair cards, random ones. Oh, okay, but you can make them, so it's not as bad as it used to be, where you'd have to run like BRD or or, or buy them off the auction house. Yeah, or buy them off the auction house for like nine hundred gold or something. And they probably like still go for nine hundred. Oh, gold they do because some of those some of those uh, trinkets are actually still very good. Oh, sure. Oh, they are. But but at least now somebody can make them for you. So so, so basically, if you have about twenty or thirty thousand gold laying around doing nothing, you can, you or buy your way. 20, 20 hours a week, and you're not raiding. I don't know why you wouldn't be raiding, but you know, if you're not raiding or what have you, well, you can. I guess you can do it any time and, mm-hmm. and come back and put it down. This is this is something cool for you to do, and it'll drive you insane. It it actually will, and that is the title, right? The insane. So I'm gonna just briefly talk about my progression. There was one guy I spoke to that says he did it in three weeks. Three weeks. And I went, do you is sleep? He, is he a rogue? Uh, I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. It, it's, it's like, I don't believe that. <laughs> well, you can definitely buy your way. Well, I mean, if stuff's well, available. It also depends on where you start with Booty Bay. I had a problem because, uh, see, my Booty Bay rep is already, like, revered. And so as I kept killing Booty Bay, uh, Booty Bay, oh, the way that you, you can kill mobs that you're uh, uh, green with is that you go to your faction tab and then you click the at war button. That's how you can start killing them. You lose more rep when you kill mobs of that faction than you do gaining them from the opposite faction. Yep. So I would lose like, I, I, I don't remember what it was. I think I would lose something like 200 rep for every Booty Bay Bruiser that I killed, but I only gained three, only gained 30 for every Blood Cell Buccaneer that I killed. It, it was just, it was insane. And so, so like an is, eight times ratio or it's, seven it's, times it's, ratio. It's yeah. going to take me a very long time to get this. And I don't know if it's worth it anymore because there's, a, there's an expansion coming. And if I don't get it done before, then I'm just not going to do it. So we'll right. see. But speaking of making money. Yes. Our topic number two, <laughs> how to make money in WoW. So um, I'm trying to remember back from episode 100. I probably mentioned um, – about my uh, leveling my shaman yeah. and doing jewel crafting, or was it was it one hundred? Also talking about how much money you were making, I was making something like that. Did. You showed me your character on your iPhone, oh, and yes, you have I an did. insane <laughs> amount of money. Well, yeah, well, considering I've started from like you know a couple hundred gold. Yeah, if I can't get the stupid iPhone open, I can uh, bring it up right here. But um, but yeah, so what I wanted to do just for a little uh, uh, tips here on how to make money in gold, I'll just want to talk about what I did. Um, and some other th- ways you can do it. So, so with my shaman, 
I leveled him, leveled him very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned before, I had a, a bet. That reminds me, Bertok, Dave the Druid, if you are listening, I st- you still owe me dinner, goddammit. <laughs> I'm not going to forget. <laughs> I got to swing, uh, swing by his place and uh, and take him up on that. But um, So I leveled him very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. I, did, I did randoms. Um, I did tons and tons of randoms, so I got a whole bunch of gear. And as far as professions, I wanted to pick stuff I had I really haven't had before. So right. my mage is an enchanter and a tailor. My warrior is a blacksmith and a miner. You know, stuff that kind of makes sense for those classes. I usually like to do that stuff. I really don't have like quote unquote farming tunes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I decided to do jewel crafting and alchemy. So yeah, they kind of what I'm doing. They kind of do uh, you know go hand in hand. And alchemy pretty much for the transmute. Um, although, actually, I want to talk about that, too, because transmuting um, gems, pff, I can't remember the last time this stupid thing procced. I'm probably going to change it. But anyways, for the jewel crafting, since I had a whole bunch of ore, you know, from from my warrior and ore was, you know, pretty, you know, not overly expensive in the auction house. Mm-hmm. Um, once I got to the higher levels where I can cut some of the, you know, the epic uh, gems... Uh, and of course, there's also the grind. But basically, what I'm trying to get at is that on the tail end, mm-hmm. you can make a lot of money with jewel crafting. Um, getting leveled up is is somewhat. I mean, if you if you have a couple thousand gold, <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> I'm I'm laughing because I just did that oh, did just you? past yeah. week, and, and, and Chrissy will know. Chrissy's in the in our uStream chat room. She uh she she watched me suffer through jewel crafting from 215 on up. Which was a pain because the old world jewel crafting stuff that they make you do with like the Azerothian diamonds and the oh god and yeah. all those. But here's the funny thing is that because it was old world Azeroth, my brain did not realize that I can actually start uh, uh, prospecting the ore that I was that I was mining to get these rare gems. These gems on my server were going for like twenty or thirty gold each, and you needed like several like dozen of them. To level, right. To level. So, And then I finally realized that, oh, wait, I can start prospecting this stuff. Two Azerothian diamonds, jade, like all this stuff. The, the, the opals, the large opals, there's a boom, boom, boom. And I started getting them, and I, I wound up actually spending a boatload less on that from prospecting. Uh, the, the hard part that I had was I needed um, – what was it? I was, there was something I needed that, that got mined out of iron ore. I don't remember what it was, but but that got oh it was citrine, citrine yep citrine was a pain in the butt, and so citrine was was uh, was out of iron ore, which is very easy to get right very very easy to get. But then the the stuff that came out of thorium, oh yeah, you know, then I had to run around silithus like nine or ten times. I just bought that. I remember when I was leveling my my warriors blacksmithing the same thing with thorium. It's just well, I mean, well for me, why waste the time? I mean, yeah, you can go go around and do circuits. Um, because I'm cheap. <laughs> so yeah, f- so for me, it really wasn't. Um, well, at least at least on my server, on my server thorium was pretty pretty plentiful. Mm-hmm. So I was able to buy it. Plus, I had you know I had some money. I didn't have a lot of money, but I had some money. And once you get over that hump, once you can that start was, making, that was a large hump to get over. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. Two fifteen to two thirty was really difficult. No, two fifteen to two twenty five. And even though there are 10 of them, it was getting those citrines that were a pain in the ass. But once you got to 225, thorium settings, bang, 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 you know, because they're orange at the time. So my, my jewel crafting went from like 225 to something like 242. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Just, and, and I had a whole bunch of stuff. See, as I was going along, since my, my warrior was a miner for so long, any extra gems I came across mm-hmm. and in doing dungeons and doing other things, I just sent to my bank too. And so basically I had a whole stockpile. So it made it a lot easier oh, for yeah, me. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. So but in any, any event, how to make money. So basically what we're trying to say here is that it is a bit of a grind. You do need a bunch of money or you know do a bunch of farming to get it up there. But once you get your jewel crafting to the point where you can start cutting – the epic gems. epic gems. Then the next grind starts. The Alchemy. No, no, no. What? The jewel crafting daily. Oh, that's not so bad though. Yeah, but it's it's uh, it is such a pain. It, you can uh, only so so for those people who don't know, the only way you can get these the best epic gem recipes right now, the cuts yeah. right now in jewel crafting yeah. is only to by do doing daily. the jewel crafting daily and you get a token. You turn yes. in either three or depending on, on the pattern, anywhere from four, three to four uh, up to six. five or is there a six? I think there's a six. Yeah. So there's, so anywhere from three to six tokens, which means three to six days because mm-hmm. you can only do that once, once a, day, a day unless you want to start buying up titanium powder on the yeah, auction that house. Was the other and, one. Oh, that's, that's a lot of freaking money too, but... But actually, I should I should probably say I did do that. So once I started doing that, I was doing the daily. So I, I knew I had to do all this. So even before I maxed it out, and even before I think even hit eighty, I think mm-hmm. you can do it. You can start doing the daily before you hit eighty. I think it's seventy eight. And you have to be a certain level in jewel crafting in order to, to unlock uh, it as well. Four, I don't remember. Three seventy five or no, four it's something. Not that early, I don't think. Okay. But in any event, you want to do it right away mm-hmm. <laughs> as soon as you can. Start doing that daily and start getting the recipes. So. Um, so here's, here's the basics. Okay. So once you're at this point, so, so once you got your jewel crafting up, you can do the JC daily, you got a couple tokens under your belt. Uh, what do you want to do first? So, so the basic principle here behind making money in jewel crafting is really simple. You're going to buy low cut and sell high. Okay. And you're, I, and you're talking about the raw gems. I'm talking about the raw gems yeah. amongst getting it. You know, this, so this is basically the basic formula that I would, that uh, I was doing. I'm mm-hmm. starting, this is the basics of how you make money with JC. I'm mean, just like anything else, buy low, sell high kind of a thing. So I started watching the auction house. I would look for the raw gems, the Epic raw gems. And I primarily focused on the Cardinal Ruby market first. Yep. There is a big, big market for card- cut cardinal rubies. The ruined ones for all the spellcasters, the fractured ones, you know, the armor pen ones, the strength ones. Those are the ones, at least on, I don't know, like the one or two servers that I've seen, mm-hmm. pr- I think probably pretty much throughout the game. Oh, that's, yeah. that's, that is my primary market. When I'm, when I'm looking to do things, when I'm looking to invest in something to make money, in an NJC, it's usually the card, Cardinal Ruby market, unless you know something just happens to you know the price spikes and something so else. Where do you get all the rubies from? Do you have an alchemist that makes them? So that was the reason why I chose alchemy. Yes. So okay. I had a whole bunch of the non-epic red gems, and you get some eternal fires. Um, but basically, you, you can just buy the mats off the auction house because it's you, it's pretty cheap. Make... You'll make you'll make money, well, even if it costs you thirty or forty gold. So just as, as an example, so it's one. Uh, scarlet ruby and one eternal fire makes right. a cardinal ruby and you can spend anywhere from probably like i said about 30 to 40 gold in the materials depending on your server <laughs> on your server not mine okay because maybe on I'm... my server um a uh, an eternal fire goes for about 27 gold alone yeah and, and then right. you have to buy what what i do is this is i use the icy prism yep 
So I, uh, Chrissy and I run a lot of uh, five man. So every now and then I'll get a, a frozen orb, and then I'll put a frozen orb. I always pronounce this wrong. Chalcedony, a dark jade, and it's, it's the green blue and, and a, a, the purple one. The um, the shadow 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 crystal. Shadow crystal. Mm-hmm. You put those together, you get an icy prism. You open you click the the prism to open it and then you get a random number of gems most of them are the 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 blue, uh, the blue ones yep. but every now and then you'll get an epic one yep so i use that to get my epic gems and you can level your jc with that and too, you can really level nice. your jc with that so that that's how i do so my daily routine if i if i have a frozen orb is to go through the trouble of doing the icy prism doing the alchemy doing my jewel crafting daily and it doesn't take a lot of time, like maybe twenty minutes. I would always, com- I would combine it also with like the fishing daily and the cooking daily because they're real easy to do. They're right there in Dalaran, mm-hmm. and you're out and about doing the JC anyway, so yeah. it's real easy to to do the fishing as well. So that that's the way. So it's kind of a grind once you get up there, but it's it's you know aside from, I think I, I think I figured it out. Just doing those dailies was enough to cover like the costs of making like an icy prism and I think to do my mm-hmm. cardinal ruby transmute. Okay. So this way everything else I was making, whatever profit I was making off the auction house was pretty much pure profit. Plus any other like miscellaneous costs like okay. five points or you know things like that. So basically yeah, basically if I just did those minimal dailies, you're coming out ahead. And then okay. you just focus on what you're doing with JC. So so getting back to what you want to do. So once so the the real thing with JC is to watch the auction house. So it just so happens that I had a lot of free time at the time because I just got laid off from work um, back when I first started doing this. Mm-hmm. So I could pretty much play almost at pretty much every day, and you watch the auction house. So it, it's this is pretty basic, you know, tip for anything. Buy low, sell high. I, I, yeah, buy low, sell high, and watch the auction house. So this is true for JC. <laughs> this is true for you know for for whatever. This is how you watch the auction house. Your oh iPhone. yeah, yeah, with the iPhone. Yeah, the new app. I don't know if I want to spend that though. What is it? What is it? another three nine two ninety nine a month? It's yeah, it's three nine. It's two ninety nine a month, and I don't play the auction house enough to do that. I was doing it, but then again, I was doing it. I was doing it, watching all the time. So, so that's pretty much the basics. You you watch for things, and just as a, a just to let people know what I was doing, I did buy the titanium powder. So once once I started, I started looking at it. So I would watch on certain days. You know, it's real, real basic. You look for deals. So, like yeah. for example, on my server, if raw cardinal rubies were 125 gold mm-hmm. or less on the auction house, mm-hmm. I would buy them. Now that that might seem kind of weird. Okay, now first, I, like I said, I didn't have a lot of startup money. So once I started doing this, I cut and I started making money. I'm reinvesting back into getting my JC up to a, to a better point. Yeah. So you might say, well, why would you want to do that? Well. You do okay, so because you're making money on the cuts, you're making you're making a boatload of money. I mean, I, I made I made ten thousand gold in less than two months. Wow! In less than two months, and this is and this is so I could have made a lot more, but this is what I did. As I would get, I I'll, I'll never forget this. On one day, on one day, we finished raiding. And I just said, okay, let me, let me do my auction house stuff, right? So I went up there and I started looking for things. And I, and I, re- I remember this distinctly. It was a Tuesday. So it was mm-hmm. right after reset. Another good tip. Yeah. Do stuff on Tuesdays, okay? Tuesdays. Actually, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays on my server anyway seem to be pretty good because I think most of the raiding guilds, that's when they raid. They raid in the middle of the week as opposed to on the weekends. So I went and I would say, okay, cool. Here's a whole bunch of, of cardinal rubies. 
someone put them up for like 110 gold. I bought them all. Yeah. In fact, I kept going. I kept going until the lowest price was like 135 gold. Mm-hmm. I probably bought 15 Cardinal Rubies. You're thinking, <laughs> holy Christ, that's a lot of freaking money. Yeah. Okay? So I turned around and I cut ruined ones. I cut strength ones. I cut uh, the armor penned ones. And I could not keep up okay <laughs> well kept, yeah. at this point at this point i had a whole bunch of cuts so i'm doing i go through i go through everything basically i open up my jewel crafting window and i see okay here are my epic cuts i look in the auction house what are they so basically what i would do when i say i'm reinvesting i'm mm-hmm. buying the raw gems i'm looking for them at a certain price and if i could find them um i would buy them and i'll buy them in quantities so like right now i have a lot you saw how much money how much gold i have mm-hmm. a lot you know how many raw gems i have in my bags how many at least 50 Wow, of all, okay. of all the other ones. So, so which, so this is this is this is the whole premise, and it, it, it takes a little, a little forethought, and it's not really instantaneous. At one point, I saw someone put up a stack of cardinal rubies. Um, I forget what the total was, but it came out to like a hundred and five or hundred and ten gold mm-hmm. for each one. So, what is that? Twenty two hundred gold, twenty four hundred like gold, yeah. and people think, who the hell would you spend that much money? Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, because I know I am going to make, make at least at least fifty gold profit on each one. What's well, fifty thousand? Uh, fifty times twenty is a thousand. Is a thousand? That's a thousand gold. So yeah, I spent twenty four, twenty three, four hundred gold. That's pretty good. But I got you know that that back and and then some. What I've been doing is uh, I I took a look at my my character inventory so to speak, and I still have my mage and I still have my druid, and my druid is. Um, is an alchemist and um, I can't remember what the hell she does. Oh, jewel crafter. Mm. She's an alchemist and a jewel crafter. My mage, as always, is a tailor and an enchanter. The problem that I found with with my druid is that with alchemy, you can only do one transmute a day. Right. And I had more mats than I could between now and when the expansion is. And so I was having this issue with with, with this problem, which is if I don't make the money now, with the materials that I have, then I won't, because by the, by the time if I do this once a day, by the time the expansion comes out, now we don't know. There's there's not I'll move over in the camera a little bit. There's not a release date for the expansion, not a hard release date. They're saying November. They want to have it done before Christmas, but right. we don't know that for a fact. And we'll, I think we'll. But I'm just that saying too. that I want to make sure that I have the ability to to make the money that I can, because once that once that release date comes out. Then the the price on everything just starts dropping like a stone, right? Because then people saying, "Oh, gear reset, item reset, gem reset, everything." Right? Why and then, even then bother? It's, and then it's going to be a race. It's going to be a race. It's going to be a race. Get all the new stuff. Exactly. So what I started doing was because I had the daily, I was only able to do one transmute every twenty hours. I started making another alchemist. Now with the jewel crafter, you can make as many cuts as you want, but you can only do one icy prism. Right. So I started creating another. Uh, another tune with as a jewel crafter. So my death knight, I, I basically don't have any interest in playing a death knight anymore. I I just don't care. Well, plus it makes sense because so like like I was talking about with the it just it's so slow to get those patterns mm-hmm. because you can only do one of those dailies a day and you get so you get basically one every three days or four days. Right. It's it's crazy. So if you had two of them, so then you can start working on I had a priority list. So I had all the cuts for my mage, yep. then all the cuts for my warrior, then all the cuts for my shaman and all the different things that I needed. Um but but yeah it's it's I no, I, I definitely can see that. Having two definitely helps. Yeah, so I it's been slow. 
I think I got my jewel crafting up to 424. No, my alchemy is 424. And my jewel crafting is still stuck in something like 305. Because the the raw gems, the raw Burning Crusade gems, for some ungodly reason, are still going for 15 gold each on my server. They are. There's, there's, Those are good. If you have someone who has money to give to an alt, they will absolutely do the, the blue gem cuts. They'll want the – because don't forget, those were the top of the line. And then, they, point, in, then yeah. they introduce the purples. But I'm talking about the crappy Burning Crusade ones. Like the very the, um, the green quality or the blue quality the green quality ones oh. are for fifteen gold each on my server oh no that's, that's and that's just crazy. not right because yeah, I mean I'm thinking at some point they should go for like maybe fifty or sixty silver but they're going for fifteen gold I can't buy them this, I'm just not going to do that so I have one for, so essentially what I what I came up with is that because my death knight has the speed boost in her um, in, in her talent tree. She's the farmer because she can move around faster. So she does uh, mining and she does herbalism. And then the uh, the level 71 mage that used to be my farmer because I, I just couldn't level her. And she was getting her ass kicked every time I wanted to get like like the, the, the higher level stuff. That's because you're on a PvP server. No, no, no. She, no, because she's level 71. All the level 80 mobs were oh, kicking her butt. I see, I see. So I made her the jewel crafter and the, and the alchemist. So she stays at home in Dalaran. Stays at home. <laughs> it reminds me of a, a friend of mine. A friend of mine has a level twelve priest. Mm-hmm. He's a little bit of an RP guy, but she is in Stormwind. And at one point, he told me the whole story behind it. But he has like a whole story why she's trapped in Stormwind. Her father sent her there for some—I don't know—something role playing. Just that's just too funny. So, would you would you suggest that people make a jewel crafter or an enchanter or both? Just for making money? Uh, especially for making crafting. money, if I were to order it, I would say JC, yes. Absolutely. Okay. Even before – I came late to the game on this, but one of my guildies told me he came into the the Lich King with JC. He told me he made probably about 75,000 gold just wow. from doing JC in the beginning. So this is the whole thing. So this is a good tip going into the next expansion. Make sure you're at max level. Make your money now and then use it. Use it to get in on that. Mm-hmm. So what I started to talk to talk about before, remember how I was saying I couldn't keep up? So let me tell you what happened that, that, that night. Mm-hmm. That night I sold 56 auctions. Wow. I sold 35 of them in one hour. It was at the point as I'm going through my list and I'm, and I'm buying the raws or I had the raws in my bags. I'm cutting wow. them and putting them up, cutting them and putting them up, cutting them and putting them up. Your rune carbon, your rune sold, your rune sold. I only had two of them the up rune there. rune ones I, sell I, very fast. Yeah, I would go up and put two more. I would yeah. cut them and put two more, and I would put them at the same price. So if people weren't watching, like like for other other people who, who do the auction house and do the cuts a lot, I would I would uh, watch for that and then put it up again at exactly the same price. Mm. So if they were watching it, they would think, oh, well, okay, so his didn't sell yet. No, they did. <laughs> I just reposted it like like right away. Wow. But that's how it was. I And by the time I went through my whole circuit – I that's that's it, it took me about an hour to go through the whole circuit all my different cuts. I sold them. I'm looking at them like so. Here now the money starts. You get my jewel in. crafting up like oh, now. It is, it is absolutely. <laughs> so my last tip for the JC part, rather so we don't go a little too long here, is uh, nightmare tears. Here is a pro tip for you. Nightmare tears are an awesome, awesome way to make money. And why? Because you can only be a jewel crafter to buy them. No. No. 
what is a nightmare tier? That, isn't that the one that you can only buy with a token as a jewel crafter when you do your daily? Is that the one? No, that's the well. You, you need um, no. That's that's the thinking um, you're thinking of. The, that's what you need to make them right. And you can buy oh, the dragon's eye. You're thinking the, the of dra- dragon's, you're thinking eye, of dragon's yes, eyes. Yes. Yeah, you need a dragon's eye and five dust to make the nightmare tier. The nightmare tier is the five titanium dust. Five, no, dust. no, no, regular so, dust, infinite dust. Oh, infinite dust. The oh, regular, okay. the regular enchanting dust. Um, so the nightmare tier is the plus ten to all stats. It works. Oh, right, it works right. with any slot. So I know, like shaman, like to use that if you want to make sure you get your set bonus. Like if you really don't want to use a, you know, um, like if you need a blue gem, for example, and you're not mm-hmm. a tank or somebody who needs stamina, or, you know, or something like that, then okay, I'll use the plus ten to all stats and I'll satisfy my blue gem requirement for my meta. Okay. Oh, uh, I'm gonna have to let me let me do that right now. I'm not going to do that. Right <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so the Nightmare tier, what kind of item is it? I don't know. Is it epic? It's mean? epic. No, no, no. Like, like, like type. Like what is it? Is it a it's, gem? Is it a... It's, isn't it one of those prismatic? No. It's a prismatic It's, it's a one, prismatic. It? Yeah. But you, so you prismatic would, means you can put it in any slot. Any slot, right. But you would think that, okay, I'm cutting this. I'm putting it in a gem slot, so it must be a gem. Mm-hmm. It's not. What is it? It's an enchanting item. Oh. Like an enchanting material. What does that mean in terms of the auction house? Oh, you can't sell it. Sure you, you can. And you can't sell it. And enchanting items you can't sell to vendors. No, no, you can't. Like infinite dust or, or cosmic essences, you can. In terms of the well, auction I mean, house. Like the old world stuff. Like you couldn't, you couldn't get oh, like yeah, greater another essence because it's. So here's the pro tip. In, in, in the, the auction house, if you want to put enchanting materials on the auction house – Guess what your deposit is? Zero. <laughs> Zero. Exactly. So what does that mean? That means – oh, I should probably – I'm, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. So I should probably say what I usually do when I put up my auctions for, the, for JC is I always, I always, always, always put them up for 12 hours. Don't put them up for more. Mm-hmm. It, really doesn't, it really doesn't help you. They fluctuate a lot. Just do 12 hours and like do it like once a day. Or if you can play m- more often, you know, check, do it in the morning. You know, check it in the afternoon. And if you want to you – know, you can make yourself some more money. Hmm. So how does this translate for the Nightmare tier? Since the Nightmare tier is an enchanting material as far as the auction house is concerned – it has zero deposit. That means you can put it up for 48 hours and you can nice. watch it. Someone else puts a whole whole bunch of them up, cancel them all, doesn't cost you a dime, and just repost them cheaper. So, I'm going to have to think about that. Yeah, nightmare tears. Nightmare tears. All right. Definitely. So what else came out this week? Um, I don't know. There's there's some like, I mean, like box I see over here. It looks kind of interesting. <laughs> I wonder... It's green. It says collector's edition on it. It's only half a box. I no, mean, I, I bought the uh, the StarCraft II collector's edition. I said that I was not going to play the game. I, I, but you know what the thing is? is like Everybody was playing it. And then many people said that the the uh, standalone f- of, of Solo was fine. It was single good. player, it was, right? The single player was good to play. And I thought, you know what? All right. If I can play the single player and not suck at it, then maybe I'll do better and... You know, plays because when I I got into the StarCraft two beta, I was really intimidated. I just did not want to play the multiplayer at all. So, I just yeah, I was so getting my I. ass kicked. Yeah, yeah, you see these people and they're playing with their keyboards and they're doing their <laughs> thing, and I'm going, I can't do that. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 kind of the same way. I've I'm maybe maybe one small step above you. I'm not too much into doing the whole online thing because, like you said before, you really just you have to. Do it a whole bunch and get good at yeah. it and get fast at it in order to be really good at it. So I'm kind of in the same boat as you. So, yeah, I, I picked it up as well. 
on uh, Monday. The mm-hmm. local Best Buy by my work had it. Just Mine when, had when, none. Yeah, I went to saying. the Best Buy before I, I, I ordered mine from Amazon, and they were all out. I actually, well, actually, I, sh- I should say I called ahead. So like around like eleven thirty, like around lunchtime, I called ahead and I said, "Hey, do you have any?" She goes, "Yeah, we have we have a couple. I'll save one for you." Oh, thank you. And drove down there and they I had one. But the, but it, I just out of curiosity, I walked to the area, the section, and they had some on the shelf too. So so Mine yeah, it, it depends. But I mean, I'm not I'm not a big proponent anymore of actually going out and pre-ordering things i mean you oh, can I uh, well i know you are but but you you also have a lot of stories where you got burned how many times did you pre-order it didn't come in on the day of and then i went out and bought the thing and you're sitting there all pissed off because it wasn't going to come until like the next day or yeah the day after. so so that's why i pre-order everything from gamestop now and people are like oh that's stupid you're just giving them your money I'm not paying anything more to pre-order it. I'm just giving them exactly what it costs. They take my money. I pay the difference or I pay the whole thing up front. And then I walk in on, on release date at midnight and I pick up my game. And you pay, it's as you simple pay the as whole, that. You pay the whole thing up front? Not yeah, like $5? I pay the whole, no, I pay the whole thing up front always. because and, and only because I don't want – I've seen people come in and they go, oh, I know that. I had to pay the difference. So it's easier for me to just pay the difference up front and pay the difference. Pay the whole thing up front. When I'm putting in my pre-order, and then I could just walk in and then walk out. Oh, okay. So I don't have to deal with that. So StarCraft Two, <laughs> I played the first mission twice, and that was it. Oh, really? <laughs> That's as far as I got. Yeah. Well, actually, I have a, I have a better and, excuse. And, and I had I, to raid, so yeah. You, yeah, you had to raid. <laughs> I had to raid, but yeah, I pretty much did the same thing. I played like the first mission, and I've done. I think in the beta, I did a couple things against some guildies. There's a bunch of people in the guild mm-hmm. who also like to play. Um, well, but yeah, I haven't had much time. The, the pet, the pet's pretty cool though. The WoW pet, the WoW the collector's pet. edition. Mm-hmm. Um, I got it, and I haven't even, I haven't even whipped it out. I, I just, um, I don't even. I, I know what the thing is. It's like a little grunty or something. Or no, no, no. It's, it's, it's the the it's, Thor, it's the, guy, the, oh, little the, Thor the, the little Thor. The little Thor. It's like a looks like a grunty, like a mech, like one of those. Mech, what's that old mech game we used to play? Oh, it looks like one of those mechs, and then yeah, he like, he, like shoots up in the air, flies around a little bit, goes shoots, and then like lands on the ground. Okay. So it's lands yeah. on the ground. Yeah, it's pretty cute. Looking it's annoying. He does a, he he does circles around you, so it's kind of annoying actually. <laughs> I I think I um I had him out for a couple, maybe half an hour or so before I put him away. Well, here's what I did. I I played the first mission, and then I found that you were supposed to kill or destroy six of those little. Holograms with the bad guy in. You missed one, didn't you? I missed one. But here's the thing: I went to go do it again to replay the mission. I couldn't find where where I could replay the mission. I'm driving myself crazy trying to figure out how to replay the mission. Hmm. Turns out you can't replay the mission until you get further along in the game. But I thought you couldn't finish that mission until you destroyed all six of them. No, that's that's for an achievement. Oh, you had I to see. destroy. You had to destroy the headquarters. That's that's the that's um, the objective. That's right, the objective right, right, right. is to destroy the headquarters. But um, yeah, I wanted to get the achievement, so I had to start a new campaign. Uh, I had to start a brand new campaign. I figured, well, what's the big deal? I only did one mission anyway. Right, right. So I started a new campaign and went along, and I got the two achievements. But I didn't do it on hard mode, so I didn't. I didn't get the third. Oh, okay. Yeah, I start. I'm doing it on normal now. I'm, yeah. As I get more comfortable with it, I might go back and and crank it up. Yeah. So I I, I haven't spent a lot of time. Uh, one of the the tutorials I saw was like you must make macros. You need to make macros and hotkeys and and do all these wonderful Uber things. And I'm like, my God, man, what am I getting myself into? So let me uh, 
Well, no, let's let's I'll 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 save that for last. But so StarCraft itself, you and I used to play StarCraft a long time ago. Yep. When it first came out. And I said, "Man, I suck at this." And mm-hmm. you used to you used to kick my ass all the time. <laughs> Not by much though, like cuz I wasn't even even back then I wasn't, you know, crazy really doing, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of online play. No, no, we weren't doing a lot, but you would you would bring your computer over or something yep. and, and then we'd play and then I would say, "Boy, I suck at this. Let's do something different." <laughs> And, and uh, Edgy in the chat room says he can do two actions per minute in StarCraft Two. What is an action? What, that I mean- doesn't seem like a lot. <laughs> oh, you didn't read? You didn't? You didn't read that thing? So, so the idea is, pro players, the really, 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 really good players, yeah. can do the three three hundred actions per minute. Oh, what's an action? Is that like anything? Moving- creating a new, creating a new uh, thing, creating a new whatever it is, you know, a marine or what have you. Uh-huh. Building something, moving something from here to here, that's an action. Yeah. So in order to be competitive, you have to be able to do 300 actions per minute. Yeah, yeah. So you, you keep up the pace instead of you know, sitting there going, oh, this is nice. Instead, they're you know, watching, the, watching the stars and all that instead of, you know, okay. <laughs> I mean, I used to play with one of my friends at work. We played Age of Empires, a similar game. Oh, yeah. Well, you, he, we used to play that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah he I suck at that too. had a plan. <laughs> Uh-huh. He would actually plan out the first fifty or sixty actions in when he started the game. He knew exactly what to do. So he he would build you know out of the base. He'd have his whatever his builder. I forget what the you know it depends what what, what class you chose. And the builder would build a farm first, mm-hmm. and then you, and then this other builder would build this. Whoa, that, he, and he knew. What that once it? that farm was done, he was going to build a barracks, mm-hmm. and then you have another guy come out. So he had his whole map. And he memorized it. It took him a while, but he memorized it because he was he was figuring out how to do one of the rushes to try oh, to, you know, to okay. try to beat people. Yeah. So he had a plan for mm-hmm. the first like fifty or sixty actions specifically. Like this guy go, was going to do this, 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 and this. Okay, and then whatever. Then he's going to go attack something, right? And this guy's going to, and then he, but he would have that for like his first ten builders that would that would come out. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, that that's that's like the whole uh, pro thing. All right. Well, I got a lot to learn, and uh, <laughs> I've got to, so let, let's talk a little bit about this whole real ID thing. Yes, real ID in StarCraft is a little different than real ID in WoW. And so I'm I'm starting to see their point in putting real ID into Star- now. I always knew that the whole reason why they did that is because they didn't want to cannibalize one game for another. They wanted to keep people that were playing all the Blizzard games together. So that if somebody was in StarCraft and said, hey, we need a healer for, for like whatever, ICC-10, then they their, their buddy would be on StarCraft and then you'd be able to tell them that. That's awesome. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But in um, in StarCraft 2, you have you have written down here that it's it works more like a, a – it's very Facebook-y and Twitter-y. Well, well not, not specifically like status Star- updates. The yeah. status updates were kind of fun. Yeah, and I was thinking more of WoW, but I guess yeah, StarCraft has it. StarCraft has it as well. It is becoming very Facebooky and Twittery. Facebooky in the sense of the whole friends of friends thing and the Twittery thing for the whole status thing. So okay. I kind of equate the status thing because like yeah, I played around with it too when it first came out, and I real ID friended a bunch of my a bunch of my buddies, and then we go and we say you know I hate you all or whatever, and <laughs> you'd just be doing whatever. I'd be going to raid, and suddenly this whole thing will pop up. I hate you all. <laughs> and it's like. Okay, why do I need to see that? You know, it's... yeah. But it's it's maybe just because I'm an old curmudgeon. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I don't know. <laughs> Get but off it's... my lawn. 
<laughs> get off my Zerg. But it's 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 an interesting dynamic to the game, and, and now that I see that um, that I can see my friends on, in other games. Again, the only problem that I have with it is that there are times when I just want to farm and not be bugged. Right. I, I really wish that they would have real ID where I could say, because because in in StarCraft Two they they actually have a busy option. Well, they do in WoW, but I don't know if it actually does. I didn't anything. see it in WoW. Maybe it's there. Yeah, but it's, I just it's never under saw it. it's under your status. You can have oh, an never, okay. you can have an away. So like when, now when you go AFK, it actually there is no really AFK anymore. It like flags you as away. As as far as real idea is concerned, yeah. and there is a busy choice. I want an offline choice, or, or hidden, right? Hidden. Or hidden. From, I just yeah. I want to be able to say, "Look, I'm farming. Leave me alone." Or rating. I, yeah, whatever. Exactly. Or rating, or or something. I just right. I just want to be able to be not bothered. Right. And, and that's yeah, I agree. So that's that, the only thing I just wish that they would do because you know, the, it, everybody wants everybody wants everybody to be social. Everybody go be social. Be social. Be, well, you know what? Sometimes I just want to be alone. I just I just want to farm and crank maiden and <laughs> want people to leave me nice. alone. Leave me alone. So, what do you think of the whole thing with the player number in StarCraft? I personally, think I don't understand it to be honest, because you told me something about your player number. I have a player number. I don't even know what it is. It's so everyone get in StarCraft gets so you pick your name. Yeah. Okay, but obviously. That's not going to fly. So they're letting right. you pick your name, and, and they don't want number. it. They don't want it so that like if I pick Mike and you want Mike, it's not going to give you Mike because I already picked Mike. Okay, so I've got so that's how the number. I've comes got Starman. Right. You you can add me because I'm going to suck. So if you want to, well, that's the whole win. thing. They can't. When, oh, they need my player exactly. number. Exactly. So, so that's what it's for. so when you when you add a when you add someone by character, it's going to ask you for the character for the name and the number. I don't know my number. Yeah. I didn't either. Like, I first created it, and I went into the guild, and goes, oh, hey, what's your thing? And I'm like, well, I told them the name. It's like, well, no, you need your number. I'm like, wow, I have no idea what my number is. Where do you find your number? I'm logging into the game right now. Where do you find when your number? You've, after you sign in, you go up in, like, in the upper right-hand corner, and mm-hmm. you'll see, like, your name. If you hover over it, it'll show you – or if you bring up your profile, it'll show you your number. And she says where you add friends. Oh, when you add friends. Okay. I'll, yeah. I'll look for yeah. it. So I'm signing into the game right now. Yeah. So so when you go to add someone, you have a, you have a choice of real ID or – or, or by name, and the name choice, you need both the name and the number. So that's – I can understand why they did it. I mean, also that, that I think they weren't even going to have this choice, that they're going to force – oh, no, they're only going to force people for real ID on the forums. Never mind. I have my Diablo icon avatar. Oh, do you? <laughs> you can only get that with the, with the collector's edition. Oh, so I am Starman25. No, wait. No, that's, that's no, the, that's your achievement no, that, points. That's my achievement points. Are you sure you I want just to realize that as I said that? <laughs> you really want to give out your number on the? Yeah, end? I don't care. All right, there it is, right there. There it is, character Starman code. Starman character code. And if I give this out, that means anybody can friend you. They can friend me, but so what? They'll know when you come online. They can they can message you. But I'm not. It's not like wow, we're in a guild or anything. Hmm, that's true. You're I always, have Starman eight ninety seven. There you go. There you go. The reason why I don't care is because I'm just I'm I don't think I'm going to spend a lot of time in the game uh, anyway. All right. So there you go. Yeah, my name is a, is a bit different, and I don't think I'm going to give it out just yet. Probably for the same. I could probably give it out too, because for the same reason, I'm probably not going to play it as much as I play WoW so much. And Jeppy says there are 896 other Starmen, Starmans. No, I what's think... a plural of Starman? Starmen. Starmen. Podcasting around the world. No, I don't think there's just 896 Starmen. I think it's actually it a random be a number. Random number. My number was 
in the 700s. Oh, now people are going to start looking for me. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, right. some some of the friends in the guild that start with like a one. <laughs> Zeus says by Menon. By Menon. So, oh, and Edgy added me. Oh, damn it. I mean, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so mo- moving on a, a little bit here. Yes. Uh, we're going to skip to uh, what you have listed as number nine. Do you want to bring Mage's Tower back as a segment? Yeah. Now that we so have two mages on the show. We have two mages on the show. So, yeah, I just we wanted should, we to. We should have friends. Like, in, like you and I play mage. Christy. I play a druid. I play a resto druid. I don't know a damn thing about the other two trees. Not a thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to know. It's, resto is like the only good thing that I do as a druid. Right. And I, I do a damn good job, I must say. You want a good healer? You hire me. But um, It comes cheap, too. Azeros and Chrissy play paladins. You play a shaman and a warrior and a warrior. Um, so what? Do, what do you want to do? You want to you want to bring back Mage's Tower and, and and maybe you know what we can do? Let's let's throw this up on the forums and then maybe sure. what we can do is we can have like different class forums because the the, what the, I was... the forums need they need a, a a reinvigoration. Yeah, yeah, definitely they really do. So what I was thinking was what what I what I wanted to do was actually throw out. Uh, so I'm throw this out there. I, I, wa- I was thinking of having the Mage's Tower become its own regular either segment or depending on how popular it becomes, maybe even as a separate item in the feed. But you and I can yeah. talk about that later. So what I was thinking of doing was throwing this out there. Hey, if you guys want um, questions answered specifically about – so let's start off with like we know about mages. I know mm-hmm. about mages. I know about warriors. I know about shaman. We could probably source out some stuff about druids and – and paladins, uh, email me. Email me at themagistower at gmail.com. Email me your questions. And what I was thinking was we can answer them in the segment, or if I get a boatload of questions, then maybe we'll set it up as like little mini casts. And then uh, they can also hit you up on Twitter. And yes, they can also hit me up on Twitter. The Mages Tower. <laughs> I just uh, I'm finally back on Twitter, and I, maybe this time I'll actually stay on Twitter. <laughs> but yeah, so hit you me. shouldn't have left in the first place. I know. Did, eh, the whole, smack you by that, side that whole Leo, I'm telling you, Leo Laporte has influence over me. I don't know what the hell it is. I drink his Kool Aid. I listen to a lot of his podcasts. He didn't quit Twitter though. No, I didn't quit Twitter. But then again, in the beginning, he was all like anti-Twitter. Like remember, he hated Twitter because it had the word twit in it, and he had twit first. He's like, ah, Twitter, Twitter, they're gonna uh, take. Uh, dang, and then, oh, I, I hate Twitter. I hate Twitter. Everybody kept complaining because like 45 minutes of the show was talking about Twitter. Oh, and... we love Leo. <laughs> yeah. I met Leo. Mm-hmm. He's... Really? Yes. That's South by. Oh, I don't... oh, wow. I'll show you pictures. Oh, cool. Very cool. Yep. Uh... <laughs> yeah. So that's so that, that kind of also goes into one of my other things here. So class roundtable. So that's like the whole thing I'm thinking of with the Mage's Tower. Ren, um, Ren started that and I would probably want to talk to her first. Okay. Um, because that was pretty much her idea. Right. So, and, so and just, I don't, I don't want to, I don't know, I don't know if she plan. I don't want to take something away from her show. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So, um, so yeah. So, for, so for right now, if anyone has any, anything they want to, any questions they want to have answered you know, regarding, like I said, mages, shamans, warriors, druids, and paladins. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> Go ahead and, um, shoot me an email or hit me up on Twitter. And we'll see how it goes. So it'll probably start off as a segment, and like I said, if I have enough we'll time see. and we get a lot of feedback, maybe even some mini casts. Yeah, you can make mini casts. We can set up a separate feed. Oh, it's, oh, the internet is such a wonderful place. So, there's so many, so many wondrous places on the internet. <laughs> yeah, definitely. 
All right, the last thing that we're going to hit up, um, I this is something I've been wanting to talk about for a while. I I don't like messing around with my keyboard. I, the, the, the problem that I have with my keyboard is that no matter what keyboard you use, the keys are not always in the same place. And so I was looking into alternatives from using my actual keyboard to do rate. This this came up a lot because of PVP, not so much for rating. Rating, it's not a big deal for me. But you needed to have access to a lot of stuff very, very quickly. You have to think in in a millisecond practically when you're doing PVP, especially when you're doing arenas. And I'm terrible at arenas. So I looked into two alternatives. One was a new mouse. And the other was one of these keyboard type attachments and so with the with the the mouse i use the razor naga and alachi uses this i don't like it for one very important reason is that the razor naga is is mainly for smaller hands so the way that it works and i'm gonna i'm gonna show it to the camera even though um i I will take a picture and put it up on the internet but the way that it works is you have nine Button. Oh no! These it's are like, twelve. It's like a phone keypad. Yeah, it, there are twelve buttons on the side, and then you have your standard two buttons along the top, like you do on all the other the gaming mice. The problem is that the way that I hold the mouse, my thumb has to stretch in order to hit these two keys. They the the two the two normal buttons. The, I don't know why they didn't push them back a little further, but I wound up having to use the two and three button to replace these two buttons up top. And so I found that I kept moving my thumb. Again, I'm showing the camera, but I'll, 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 I'll post pictures. I kept having to move my thumb back for some of these keys, and it became very, very uncomfortable to play. It, I just couldn't do it. I, like I, I tried your it hand for, or something? Got a cramp in my finger. I, I just I couldn't do it anymore. So then I decided to look into something else, and this has been helping me tremendously. I have a Logitech G13 and what this is, it's essentially, if if anybody knows what the Logitech G keyboards are... It's like a mini iPad. It's a, it's a mini... Well, it's a, it's like a mini... It, if you remember back in the 50s and 60s when the secretaries used to have... Or the oh, accountants yeah, yeah. used to have their own little mm-hmm. keypads, that's essentially what this is. But it's got this really nice LCD screen on it, and it's got 22 keys. So you can... And not only does it have the 22 keys, but it it's got... Um, it's got this analog stick here, which, and, and then it's got two keys next to it. So you can assign pretty much anything to these keys, and it's been helping my PvP tremendously. It also because, takes some training for you, right? So you, you set up different keys to do different things. Like you probably have a hot key for blink and a hot key for like evocators, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, the, there are two very important things that I had to hit in PvP immediately. One was spell steal, and the other one was counter spell. I had to hit yeah. the two of them very, very fast. The other one was frost nova, and I, I'm blanking on the name, but blink, uh, right? No, no, well, blink I've got on G22, but um, no, there's there's a. Um, after you freeze somebody, no, 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 it's not Iceland. I've got that on my. Oh, oh deep freeze. Deep freeze, yes. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. you can freeze somebody and they're frozen for like three seconds. Yeah, you, st- you stun them. Yeah, and you stun them. So I, so those were as a mage. Those are the most important ones for this thing. On my mouse, I still have um, for my frost spec. Um, I've got frost bolt and Iceland as my two thumb keys, my thumb buttons. And so it's been helping me so much. I just absolutely love this thing. I haven't really used it for playing as a druid yet. 
um, as a as a resto spec because I'm still used to using the keyboard. But I would I would highly 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 suggest if if you can't if your if your hands are too big for something like a Razer Naga. By the way, I have to say even though I personally can't use the Razer Naga because my hands are too big, this is one damn well built mouse. I love it. So that's basically um, for your right hand, right? So I guess if you use your left, left hand for my AS. Left hand. Oh, is it? For, oh, really? It's for my left hand. So you. Well, yeah, my right hand. My right hand is for the mouse. So you move with those then? Your AS. I can. My AS. My ASWDs are set here. Oh, interesting. And I'm showing. Uh, he's leaning, leaning over my shoulder. <laughs> so G4, G11 are front and back. G10 and G12, and uh, the you can see that there there's a little recess yeah, in those yeah. four buttons so those are your guides for your fingers for your, yeah gotcha and i'll i'll show you after we start recording is it, is it reversible though like can you put and move the analog stick to the other side if you want to use it for your you right can hand assign it to whatever you want oh oh you mean can you detach this yeah. no oh okay so this so it is, is only, it, it is really built for your left hand it's really only built for your left hand okay. unless, unless you don't want to use the analog stick for your right Gotcha. What does the uh, LCD screen show you? The LCD screen will show you. Well, it depends on what you're doing. If you're in battlegrounds, it'll tell you the number of kills that you got. Um, Seriously? Yeah, it'll tell you your your rank. It'll tell you um, a whole bunch of stuff. When you're raiding, it'll tell you a whole bunch of different things. When you're in Dalaran, it'll tell you like how many, like your stats and how many slots in your bags are free. Jeez. I gotta show you that. I'll show you this when. Uh, All right, cool. When we're done recording, but I, I highly suggest the G13. How much? I think this was sixty nine dollars. And it's USB, so it just plugs right in. Uh... Well, yeah, it's USB and it plugs right in, but you do need the drivers. Okay. Uh, because the system won't know what to do with the special keys. So pretty much for Windows, or do they make Mac drivers too? You know, I think I think that the G13 had Mac drivers. Or does I think the WoW client itself actually supports it, doesn't it, directly? Um, like, you know, you have that choice it, for advanced gaming mouse. It supports keyboards. Oh, no, okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, no. The WoW client supports that WoW mouse. Oh, okay. Which is terrible, by the way. No. Oh, okay. Don't like, don't like it at all. Um, so, so that's that. All right. Hey, I think we've done a show. I think we've done a show. It's amazing. If you want to contact us, you can grab me at Starman at WorldOfWarcast.com. Lindian is TheMagistower at gmail.com. I am StarMike on Twitter. You are the Magist Tower on Twitter. Yep. You can find us at WorldOfWarcast.com, which I am in the middle of, of rebuilding. Like, like rebuilding from from the from the ashes meaning wordpress <laughs> yep and the forms are still there there also right the form well the forms have moved oh okay because i wanted to have forms for geekistry and i wanted to have forms for world of warcast but i can only afford one license because it's a hideous amount of money and i right. don't want to spend i don't want to give the the v bulletin people more money than i have to because their customer service is just yeah, they're giving me a, lot, a big runaround about just changing my email address on my own account. Hmm. I can't log into their system and say, oh, well, this is what I want my email account. Because their logic is, well, your friend, you can walk away from your computer and your friend can mess with your computer. I'm like, how many times has that freaking happened? Really? Hmm. I mean, if, if my bank allows me to do that, why can't you? Oh, man, customer service. All right. Uh, as far as the streaming goes, it looks like we're gonna try to have this be a regular thing, right? Yes, we're gonna we're gonna try at least stream it. I don't know if we're gonna have the video up all the time. If we're taking breaks, we can't do that. Sure, because we can. We'll figure it out. I'm gonna build well, an no, AFK bio sign and put it right up here in front of the camera. <laughs> we'll figure it out. So th- this video is not gonna go up. 
Oh yeah, because we had to take the break. We I had to kill the video. Stopped we stopped recording. recording it. Yeah. You have to tell me these things in advance. Sorry. <laughs> hey, we fly by the seat of our pants here as part of the appeal. Of this <laughs> we <podcast>. have pants. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm wearing shorts. But yeah, I don't I know about you. <laughs> All right, guys. All Thanks right. for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye.